You're listening to the RUV English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is slash English. Hello, this is Ruv English. I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company. Now, here on Ruv English, we strive to bring not just Iceland, but Ruv to the world in English. Björn Malmqvist, our Brussels correspondent, taking a well-earned coffee break outside the EU Council building last week, randomly met Petro Poroshenko, president of Ukraine, from 2014 to 2019, until he lost to Vladimir Zelensky, of course, the current president. Now, Poroshenko is currently a member of the Ukrainian parliament. He was in Brussels with a delegation of parliamentarians to talk about Ukraine's application to become a member of the European Union. After a lengthy meeting at the European parliament, Bjorn got the chance to sit down with Poroshenko and speak to him about Ukraine's struggle against the Russian invasion, the EU application, and much more. This is interesting, how met on the street. <laughs> I'm the centre of Brussels and then to organise everything. Well, I recognise your face, obviously. I've been Thank covering you. news for many, many years, so obviously you're a very recognisable man. Uh, Unfortunately. I w- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because... Uh, not only because I was a president, but because Ukraine is now in a state of war. And, uh, yeah, I do my best to protect the uh, country from the large-scale invasion of Russia. But unfortunately, it's happened. And now we're paying a huge price for that. And I did want to talk to you about that, but, but let me first ask you about this event here today in the European Parliament. Um, this is about the accession of Ukraine to the European Union. You are now an applicant country. This must make you very happy because you were actually the guy who sort of made this happen back in what, 2014-15? When you were president. Point number one. This is the uh, purpose of all my political activity. Because I'm proud that I signed association agreement within first week of my presidency. As Minister of Foreign Affairs, I prepared and signed as a president deep and comprehensive free trade agreement. I'm proud that in year 2017, as a president, I signed visa-free regime with the uh, European Union. And then, as a president, I changed Ukrainian constitution, stop any talks about uh, dual approach, and said that Ukraine and all their authorities, president, parliament, government, local authorities, should do their best for the future membership in the EU and NATO. And now, we, uh, and at the same time, I do enormous portion of the reform who led us to launch negotiations. Mm-hmm. But the main contributor to our future membership is not me, is not Ukrainian parliament, is not Ukrainian government, is not European politician. The main contributor is a Ukrainian soldier who do extremely important uh, demonstration, surprise the world, make a miracle. Mm-hmm. And this is just the best evidence that Ukraine is a European nation with the European values, with the fighting for democracy and freedom. And I think that now everybody in Europe understands that. 
But I do have to ask you, uh, you are applying for membership in the European Union while at the same time your country is heavily involved in an invasion conducted by Russia, which has now been going on for 16 months or, or more. Is this, is this realistic, the way things stand right now? Please, let's stop thinking that the future Ukrainian membership in EU is a gift to Ukraine from EU member states. Completely not. Mm -hmm. This is the win-win situation. This is a mutual beneficial situation. Ukraine and both in EU and NATO, in question of the economic growth and the question of the unity of European continent, the question of the security. Ukraine now has the biggest armed forces on the continent, mm -hmm. with more than one million soldiers, with a state-of-the-art technology, with a unique combat experience. And uh, now we should do our best to make a reform that to create a, also the investment paradise. We don't have it now, but uh, crisis, war, tragedy is also at the same time is an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And to build up the new Ukrainian, new Ukraine, new Ukrainian economy, new Ukrainian uh, attractability, I think this is absolutely realistic. And that's why I'm here, to speak about the future NATO summit in Vilnius and to speak about the very narrow win window of opportunity we have just this year to launch the pre-accession talk. And for that, we need to do very important steps. And this is our homework. Mm -hmm. This is not on the side of the, our partners from European Union. This is the rule of law, independent court system. This is the independence of the anti-corruption institution which was created by me for Special Anti-Corruption Prosecution Office, National Anti-Corruption Bureau, National <coughs> Anti-Corruption Agency, everything. And that should work transparently and accountable for having the trust of European people, mm -hmm. independence of the court, uh, the uh, special uh, implementation of the Venice Commission conclusion for the law and oligarch to uh, create an institutional mechanism, not just an attack on the political opponent. And with all these type of things, we should do within three months and, but at the same time, I'm absolutely confident this is realistic. Do you know why? Because 90%, more than 90% of Ukrainians support European Euro-Atlantic integration. If any politician tried to stop that, that would be immediately removed. Mm -hmm. And that's why, despite of the fact that I'm involved, work hard, and this is the purpose of my political activity, I'm still optimistic that we will have a success. A success. You were a president uh, until 2019 when, when Zelensky uh, became president. He beat you in the elections. Now you are a member of parliament. You, well, you used to be in the opposition before the war broke out, before the Russia in, invaded uh, Ukraine. Now everybody is pretty much united in the parliament. Isn't it true? Uh, look. First of all, I'm proud that I organized the first free and fair presidential election with absolutely democratic European transfer of power. Mm -hmm. Second, I'm proud that I'm uh, not only fifth president, but I'm a leader 
of the second biggest fraction in the parliament. I was leader of the opposition. And I'm proud this support from Ukrainian people. But the first day of war, I called to Zelensky. I request immediate meeting. And my first word was, I'm not the leader of opposition anymore, and you are not my opponent anymore, until our victory, because we have one enemy, and the name of this enemy is Putin. I know many things which are doing bad and wrong, but I will criticize that, I fight with that, immediately after our victory. Now, only our unity, only can create a democratic resilience who can surprise the world, who can help us to win. And uh, we shake hands, we agreed, I said, let's start with the tabula rasa. Now I can see that some of the useful idiot around the president want to make an attack on unity. Mm -hmm. I think this is a very dangerous and very stupid. Mm -hmm. This is harmful for democracy, this is harmful for security, and this is definitely vicious. We, we, we will stop it. You've met Vladimir Putin. Uh, what do you think is going through his mind these days? Why do you think he chose to attack Ukraine, invading Ukraine? First of all, I'm absolutely confident he's inadequate. Yes. Inadequate. Mm -hmm. And I have several recommendations from my experience to speak with Putin. First of all, please, don't be afraid of Putin. And second, don't trust Putin. Don't trust Putin. Putin, mm -hmm. Putin as a KGB officer, never tell him the truth. And when you understand that, it would be easier for you to have uh, any discussion with Putin. Mm -hmm. Putin understands only one language, and this is not Russian, not Danish, not German, even not Ukrainian. He understands the language of strength. And Putin go as, as far as we allow him to go, and on contrary. Mm -hmm. If we stay firm, Putin do not reach any success. And everybody who should speak with that should learn these lessons. Just one last question, sir, and thank you very much for this interview. Uh, the summit of NATO leaders in Vilnius will start. What are your expectations for them as far as Ukraine is concerned, what are the expectations of Short Ukraine? Answer. Short answer, please. Invitation for Ukraine for future membership. A little bit long answer. Please, please, not any more mentioning. Based on the Bucharest summit year 2008, door of NATO is open for Ukraine. This is not true. Mm -hmm. And don't speak like that with Ukrainian. We are now in that situation. It, if door is open, let us in. If you are not letting us in, please stay to the whole world. Door for Ukraine is closed. That would be at least fair. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, I'm proud that all the people in all the uh, democratic world, in all the NATO member states, in all the European continent support the future Ukrainian membership because this is the key factor 
for future continent security, uh, stable long term. And this is the only necessary component for peace. Roof's Brussels correspondent Björn Malmqvist in conversation with Petro Poroshenko, president of Ukraine, from 2014 to 2019. This is Roof English. I'm Darren Adam. You can get in touch with us anytime. We are English at ruv.is. You are listening to the Roof English podcast. To hear more and for all the news from Iceland in English, just head to ruv.is English.